This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome everyone to the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Today we're going to take a journey back to June 16, 2015, where Greg had a couple of great Texas pitmasters on the show. We're going to hear from Junior Urias of Up and Smoke Barbecue. You may have seen him on TV, big caterer down there. We're going to hear from Junior in just a minute, but first, let's hear Greg's conversation with one of my favorite Texas pitmasters, Mr. Clarence Joseph. From Mama and Papa Smokers. You guys are perhaps a little bit more still on that traditional offset style stick burner for the cookers. Yes, uh, and that's uh, that's always a hot topic here in Texas. Uh, stick burner versus uh, the vaults and some of the uh, the other uh, uh, non uh, wood traditional wood burning uh, pits. Uh, I, I don't think you can beat a uh, stick burner for for the the flavor and color that uh, it produces. You know, I think that that incomplete burn you get with uh, with with natural wood uh, adds something that uh, you won't get with a with a vault or a uh, uh, one of those types. Uh, I always I always refer to them as uh, easy bakes, uh, and uh, that gets me in trouble sometimes, but. <laughs> Uh, they they just they just don't produce uh, what a stick burner will. You just used a term that I have never heard anybody else use. You've coined a phrase, ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to roll it out for you in case you missed. It. You can't get an incomplete burn. What? Most people would be heading for Z Hills when you hear incomplete because it sounds. Almost as a negative, but obviously it's not, right? Oh yes, absolutely. You know, uh, I think those those woods that have been pressed and processed and whatnot, they've had some of the life taken out of them. Uh, and uh, with with the uh, the natural wood that these stick burners are, you still got some of those uh, impurities. And those impurities, I think, add something to uh, the flavor of uh, cooked meat. Clarence Joseph joining me here on the show, pitmaster of Mama and Papa's Barbecue Team. Uh, we we went uh, divergently off track on uh, two weeks ago when you won the uh, grand championship at Smoking Pits for pause. Uh, there was another thing that you said, and, and we'll get back to how you uh, beat everybody there here in a second. Quality of meat is key, and having the best quality of meat starting out is going to help you, giving you the best chance uh, to put out a product that's going to win. So for you and for the team, what is having the best quality meats mean for you and if that means that you know you're sponsored by somebody please by all means give out the names because that's what we want to know about here on this show but what does using the best meats mean to you uh the best meats mean that uh for my rib uh, i'm not sponsored by anybody for rib so that means i've got a uh, trio of supermarkets uh not a trio there are five supermarkets in my local area that i have plotted and I will hit those five supermarkets about three times a week, whether I'm wow. competing or not, looking for a specific type of rib. Uh, I've got a, uh, a brisket sponsor, uh, and uh, uh, I don't have any problems with, with quality briskets. 
Who uh, is it? Cooper's, uh, Mar- Cooper's uh, Meat Market uh, here in San Antonio. Uh, really helps me out with uh, quality briskets. Uh, chicken tend to be chicken uh, wherever you go, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, again, uh, I go, I go on, on quest sometimes looking for quality ribs. So here's the question, right, uh, Clarence, because when you say chicken is chicken, uh, that's a completely different mindset from where you're at uh, cooking IBCA or some of the Texas contests than I would normally have uh, via Pitmaster here on the show, which are looking for uniform shape sizes. I mean, you're probably cooking uh, a whole chicken and you're cutting it in half. Uh, I, I mean, I doubt you're probably buying half chicken somewhere because that's what you have to turn in. In the Texas contest, you're not turning in just chicken thighs, but you're turning in a half chicken. So when yep. I guess the better question perhaps is when you're looking at the whole chicken, what are you looking for uh, that you think is going to give you the best chance to win? So I'm looking for a, uh, a chicken with a, uh, with a whiter skin. Uh, the whiter skin uh, tends to be a little less uh, fatty than uh, yellower skin. Uh, I usually uh, buy three birds uh, for a competition, and, and I want all my birds to be approximately the same size. Uh, you know, all our chickens come with their, in, in some sort of brine solution when you buy them. So uh, we, we, most, most Texans, uh, we brine those chicken, chickens as well. Uh, and I, I split mine. I don't, I don't buy half chickens. I like to do my own prep work. I think I can do a little bit better job than a uh, than a butcher in the supermarket. So no, I I don't buy half chickens. Do they sell half chickens like on a yes, regular? They, do. they sell half uh, chickens. I see them very often in cookoffs. Uh, but uh, these guys that show up with with these half chickens at cookoffs, uh, very often they open they open that package and uh, they're not certain what they have. You know, they're up to uh, whatever that butcher gave them. Uh, I like to do. Are you then just putting it out? I mean, after you. Spice it up the way you want it, just on the cooker at that point, cooking it temp, or are you going to mm, uh, do the the weird stuff that some of the other sanctioning bodies do, like uh, pans and butter and all this other stuff? No, uh, you know, uh, I tried that butter thing at, uh, when I cooked out at American Royale. Uh, wasn't the biggest fan of it here in Texas. Uh, I think in Texas, uh, we're pretty much a high-heat guy straight in the oven. Uh, straight, straight in the pit. Uh, no, uh, no butter, no butter. Clarence Joseph joining me here on the show. Uh, so, when you are doing ribs, chicken, and brisket uh, out at the smoking pits for paws, uh, obviously a, a great cook. What did you like, and and what did you think maybe you, you could have done a little bit better? I guess for dichotomy at that competition. Believe it or not, Greg, uh, I absolutely loved everything I turned in. Uh, and, you know, we've been around this, this game long enough to understand that uh, on a given day, uh, what you like isn't necessarily what the, uh, what the judges are going to like. Uh, I wasn't uh, surprised at the results. Uh, matter of fact, I, I was disappointed in, in my chicken score. Uh, I mean, it did well, but I really thought it was going to do better. Uh, the, the ribs and uh, brisket uh, hit exactly where I thought they uh, they could hit. Uh, so it was one of those cooks uh, that where everything went very well. Everything went uh, as planned. And here in Texas, I often say, uh, you know, if, if I can hit all my marks, if I can turn in what I set out to turn in, I'm happy regardless of uh, how the judges may feel. And 
that's that's the way it was last weekend, uh, and it worked out in my favor. Clarence, if I could ask you one more question here before I let you go, and I should have allowed for more time here on this, but uh, you know, in, in this show we we talk a lot about cooking classes, and I know you've been uh, giving some cooking classes. So, uh, if you could uh, a promote whatever you have coming up potentially, and uh, you know what what are you doing in your classes, and and why people would want to sign up for something you gave it. Oh, Greg, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, uh, sure. My cooking class uh, has been, my students have been performing beyond my expectations. You know, I uh, I practiced my format for about a year and a half before I went public. Uh, this year, I'm pushing uh, probably uh, a little over 15 grand championships uh, uh, produced by my students. Uh, my class is a class where you bring your pit. Uh, I, I, uh, I expect my students to bring a complete, set up as if they're in a, at, at a cook-off. They bring in meats and everything. Uh, I will show them my techniques. They're going to cook using my techniques. I also provide the products I'm using uh, for them to try alongside theirs. And uh, the results have been uh, speaking for themselves. Hopefully nobody beating you directly in competition, right? Oh, uh, I've had several of my students. Oh, oh, uh, oh no. <laughs> it's bittersweet, yes, right? I've had several of my students beat me in competition, and uh, it's, it's actually a very, very good feeling. I mean, I stand up and yell like uh, like it was my number called. So I, I absolutely love when they do. Uh, Clarence, you have another class coming up here? Yes, I've got a class this weekend, June Whoa. 20th. Uh, uh, and uh, then I've got two more, one in July, one in uh, in August. And those are my only scheduled classes left for the year. Uh, and uh, my classes uh, fill out uh, fairly quickly once uh, once they're opened up because I think people have recognized uh, that uh, there's some value to gain from, uh, from taking this, uh, my particular class. Uh, where can they go to sign up, Clarence? I don't, you know, I'm, I'm currently working on a web page of my own. So right now, I'm advertising using my face, my Facebook page. Anybody would like to sign up, I just have to go and find Mom and Papa Joe's uh, on Facebook, uh, uh, or or just ask around, and anybody can give them my information. Uh, Mom and Papa Joe's on Facebook. I, I really appreciate the uh, the opportunity to plug myself, uh, Greg. To put in your request for a future show, please contact John Solberg via email at john, J-O-N, at the bbqcentralshow.com. All right, so uh, Junior is joining me here on the show. Junior, let me ask you something. Sure. Is it freaking annoying when people say Junior Urias? <laughs> well, it it's really isn't because so many people wait, uh, say it so many different ways. <laughs> I've heard it say Urias, Urias, your the other word, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but man, those dude. people are a holes that say that. <laughs> Literally, no pun intended, of course, right? <laughs> right, right. No, yeah. not really. You know, I, I hear it so many different ways. I've heard it so many ways growing up that you know it really doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me anymore. All right. So, just to uh, set all records straight, here's the uh, timpani drum. Once and for all, you tell us what the correct way of saying it is. Urias. Of course. 
I'm not even going to go into why that's correct. Uh, of course, we're dealing with a different set of vowels that I know specifically. But nevertheless, if people aren't going to take the time to learn it, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, Junior Urias joining me here on the show, Pitmasters of Up and Smoke. All right, so let's uh, take it all the way back, broad scope, uh, or broad scope all the way back up. Uh, at some point, Junior, you weren't competing, and you were playing barbecue and... Maybe is barbecue something that has always just kind of been around the family and, and in the blood and something you grew up in? You know, you know, Greg, it, it really has. I uh, grew up uh, learning how to cook from other pitmasters. Used to have a, they used to call me camp meetings, and once a year for an entire week, uh, we'd beat around six hundred people, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And through all this, everything was done over coals and fire and stuff like that. No, no electricity whatsoever. No TVs. Uh, just real old school. Um, just under some sheds. Looking. That's it. You know, and I, I've gained uh, the love for it right there and there. I think I was probably about 13 when I started going. Of course, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't cooking then. I was picking up dishes and and doing all the raw stuff. But, you know, throughout the years, uh, they uh, picked up that, you know, this guy can actually cook, and he started showing me some of the stuff. And, and you know, Greg, I, I learned how to cook over coals, and, and, you know, you just it's a beautiful way of learning it. Junior Uri is joining us here on the show. Uh, Junior, as you talk about kind of gaining that wisdom and uh, going through, I guess, what you could call a, a proverbial school of hard knocks when it comes to barbecue, when do you decide or how are you introduced to competition? And then when do you decide to, to make the leap into that? Well, you know, I was forced, you know, to pick up the love of cooking and stuff like that. And I always wanted to impress my family, my friends. So, you know, it just became a every weekend type deal. And we'd cook out, you know, I got on the smoker and, and you know, trial and error, and as I went, I started picking up some good ways of cooking stuff, and everybody started telling me, you know what, you ought to start going to cook-offs. So, uh, well, I think the first cook-off was in, I want to say, 1999, I, I started competing in cook-offs, which they were just local cook-offs, non-sanctioned, uh, but that's where I uh, started you know, liking it. Now, is that a particular a sanctioning body? Obviously, in Texas, there's you know two, three different factions that are out there. Was it IBCA or Texas Gulf Coast or you know where where did you start at? You know, the, the first ones they were non-sanctioned. Yep. You know, in our area, there's not that many cookouts. So, uh, you know, my first sanctioned event uh, was the IBCA, and uh, you know, I, I started doing the IBCA stuff, and I started liking it. Then I went to start doing some Lone Star Barbecue uh, Society. And, you know, they were all right. I, I uh, had a good time, but I, I wanted to venture a little bit more further than just Texas stuff. And, you know, that's when I got introduced to KCBS. So when you look at a, a Texas-style competition, you have brisket, you have ribs, and you have half chicken. And then you look at KCBS, uh, you have brisket, ribs, pork, and uh, chicken as well. Uh, the chicken is obviously right. different. I mean, you're looking at more or less thighs to turn in. I uh, deal with pork shoulder, which you don't have to deal with in Texas. 
Uh, so that's a whole nother meet that you have to kind of master and, and be able to turn in and get good scores to give your chance a, a shot at winning. How do you go about preparing you know, to a, add that meet and then make those uh, those changes in box building and all this other stuff to give your shot, give yourself the best shot at starting to win? Well, you know what? Uh, doing doing a few KCBS has actually made me a better cook in the IBCA just because of the fact that you had to get four boxes in 30-minute intervals done. And, and, you know, when you're by yourself, it, it's usually real hard to do that. So you, I did a few KCBSs like that. And, um, you know, I just got, picked up a method that would work for me and, and I brought it over to the IBCA, and I started doing the same. And, uh, you know, it, it was a big, big game changer for me. So, you know, I, I think being versed with all sanctioning bodies, is it's going to help you in some way, fashion, and form. When you look at uh, flavor profiles specifically, did you find that the Texas-style competitions had a preference to, to one flavor profile and uh, KCBS was completely different, or were they pretty much similar? No, uh, you do see a lot of change, you know, in Texas, well, especially in my area. You bring a little bit of sweet with some nice heat, you know. You got to have some heat, brother, right there. It's got to kick you, you know. Uh, so, you know, you really can't. Uh, depends where you're going, you know. Uh, there's there's some KCBSs here in Texas. Uh, they're starting to be becomes a lot more. So, uh, you know, the flavor falls. Just really depend on what region you are, uh, being KCBS, IBCA, and so forth. But uh, in our area, you know, you got to bring a little bit of heat with some uh, sweet. Talk to me about the heat. Is that a cayenne situation? Is it a habanero situation with like a, a pepper jelly deal? How do you how do you come about your heat, and what do you think heat wise works best for the judges? Well. You know, what I've learned, especially on some of my uh, rubs, I have cayenne in it, uh, and, and I think it, it, I think you got to have a few peppers in there. You know, I, I got cayenne and also uh, some wahil chilies. You get a bite at the front end, and then you get a bite at the ass end. Uh, I, I think you need that uh, just to catch the judge's attention. And, uh, you know, I think it makes a big difference. And that was Junior Urias and Clarence Joseph from June 16, 2015. You want to hear the rest of this episode? Hit the link in the show notes. It'll take you right to it. While you're over at the BBQCentralShow.com, do me a favor. Hit the subscribe tab. Subscribe to the Barbecue Central Show via podcast. Never miss an episode of that show or this show again. Until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I am your host, John Solberg, and I will talk to you soon.